0: Welcome to the principal podcast today. This is Xane Anderson. I am honored to have on my show today Steph Katsovi. She is a lawyer, a children's author, a speechwriter, a wife, a mother. And I'm so thrilled to have her all the way from New York here on the show. Welcome, Steph.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Xane. It's a pleasure to be with you.
0: So tell us a little bit about you. I mean, tell me about your journey to becoming a children's book author.
1: Well, like anybody that uh, has many career aspirations in their life, I think it's a it's a long and winding road. Um, I started out professionally as an attorney, well, technically a non practicing attorney. I went to law school and knew probably in the first few days that being a practicing attorney wasn't for me, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And I've always wanted to be an author. However. I think when I first started out professionally, I didn't think I could manage to survive on a salary uh, that a writer might get paid with zero professional experience. So I decided to go to an alternative path of writing and became a corporate communications specialist. So essentially, I was a writer for someone else for many years. And uh, I wrote for some amazing people at Deloitte, uh, the professional services firm, and just really got a chance to sort of listen to people, hear what people had to say, figure out how to tell their stories in an interesting way, often in a professional context. And then after about 15 years of doing that, the executive that I was supporting was going to retire. And so I thought I have two young kids at home and going back to my original aspiration of wanting to become an author, maybe I'm going to retire too and devote myself to those two uh, practices, I guess it was a lot of practice with the children, but uh, the writing aspect. And so that's what I did. And uh, it was a really challenging experience to say the least. But uh, ultimately, I think it'll be one of the most rewarding things that I ended up doing in life.
0: That's wonderful. Gosh, that's great. What, tell me this. What do you want readers to take away from your from your work?
1: I think a lot of why i'm inspired to write is because you know we all have stories that we want to share, and in my case, you know I I hope to save people the steps of. uh, Making mistakes along the way, particularly as it relates to children, and I think you know, the reason that I write for children is because they have a lot of feelings and emotions that aren't always acknowledged or appreciated because maybe they're younger or maybe they haven't gone through all the different experiences that we grownups have gone through. But I think part of why I write is to give voice to those feelings uh, and hopefully to help set a path for kids to see like you can accomplish things at whatever age you are uh, and the challenges that you experience at whatever age you might be are probably challenges you're gonna end up facing as you grow older in life. And so if I can do that in a relatable, funny way, I think that's kind of what I set out for myself when I first began writing. And and if I can help others just achieve what they hope to achieve in whatever number of years they've had on earth, then I'd be happy to, to help set that path for them.
0: That's wonderful. One of the things that you mentioned that I really, really admire, you know, and I think a lot of times uh, it's hard for people to make this transition to say, hey, I'm going to be a working mom and now I'm going to be home and being an author as well, but I'm saying and being home with my kids. And I think sometimes uh, in the world, people discount the influence that a parent has, a good parent has. And, you know, I've talked about this some in other shows, but just that, you know, we can build stuff in the business world and it may last for you know, however long it lasts, it could last for decades. It could last for a few years. Most businesses these days, they found, are probably in a decade or two going to be bankrupt, disrupted, bought, sold, totally changed. Some mm-hmm. some will be irrelevant. But that influence that you have uh, on on your own children, and I, I love that you're writing to children as well, because what a great what a great audience, uh, kids who are who are um, you know moldable. But tell us about mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about more about that transition to be from, from being a full time corporate speechwriter to being home with your children and and I'd love to hear about that.
1: Well, you know what? The first reaction that I had to your question was the transition from working outside the home to working within the home. I think was a bit of a culture shock for me. You know, working in a corporate environment, you and this was pre-COVID, you go to an office every day, you sit in a, an office or a cubicle, you get your work done. If you need to get something done faster, you speed up the process. And when I left working at uh, in the corporate environment, and it was just me at home, basically, and it was it was a really big awakening to say, okay, well, I know I need to do certain things in the house, but, you know, nobody's telling me what schedule to follow. And, Mm. you know, what are the different steps that I need to take to accomplish all the things that need to get accomplished. And in a household, it's a lot different than, you know, you have a boss breathing down your neck waiting for something like in a household, you might have children screaming, you might have a wet load of laundry, food that needs to, you know, be put away. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I took a lot from being able to be productive in a corporate setting. I thought that, you know, there's great validation in getting a paycheck and seeing what your worth is, you know, from some objective measurement. But you know what, I also realized that, although I might not be getting something deposited in the bank every week, when I'm fortunate enough to be with my children, it's almost as rewarding just to see them grow my I have two boys, I should say, and to see my two boys grow up and become really considerate, kind, wonderful human beings. I don't know if I could have ever traded that for, you know, whatever accolades I might have gotten at work, because there really, in my opinion, is no substitute for being a great parent and raising great children. And when you can do that, it's, you know, in a way it's creating sort of like the cascading effect around the world. And you know, a lot of problems probably could be solved. If more parents had the time and the capability to really be as hands-on as I'm sure so many people out there want to be.
0: Oh man, I, I I got tingles when you said that, Steph. I got tingles as you said that. You know, just that that you know. Sometimes there, you may not get the immediate accolades and saying, "Here's the paycheck" or "Here's the recognition" or "Look at what we've done today at the, at the work." But, mm-hmm. but being able to see your 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 sons, correct, grow up to be yeah. awesome sons and, 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 you know, they, they need having your influence there. That's awesome. I really, really appreciate you you uh, sharing you. that. Tell it's us a little uh, bit. Oh, go ahead.
1: I was going to say it's really rewarding, but then there are some days where you, you're wondering, maybe I should go to an office and escape all in this madness, but no, truth <laughs> right. be told, it is wonderful.
0: Right. And I think a lot of people feel that like, man, couldn't I be doing something else? Nobody's giving me any accolades here, but you know, the interesting thing is those accolades um even though they're not immediate i'm sure that your 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 children appreciate you being willing i to
1: think so um, i think so they don't appreciate when i serve them broccoli at dinner but i think <laughs> there's there's something that you know i'm the constant in our house my husband works a lot and he's home as much as he can and i wish you know we could all spend a lot more time together but life is life um so you know it's good that there's at least one parent that can be present for my kids, you know, and I love being that source of constant because I'm a person that loves that in my life. I love routine. I like schedules. And so we're just super, super fortunate that that's the arrangement that we we have in place.
0: That's wonderful. Tell me this, is there anything or anyone that inspires you, Steph?
1: Uh, I think, you know, there's a lot of great wisdom out there. But one of the, the quotes that has been most impactful, I think on my adult life is one that I read from um, from Mahatma Gandhi, which is in a gentle way, you can shake the world. And yeah, you know, I thought a lot about what does it mean to me? Like, what's my mission statement for why I wanna be an author and what I wanna do with my work. And my goal in writing is essentially to promote positive values, confidence and kindness in kids. and I hope to inspire children to be their best selves. But as you know, there are a lot of different messages out there in this world, and a lot of different points of contact that people have, and I'm somebody that's still coming into this uh, profession, trying to make a difference, and, and so that's kind of the, the gentle way that I'm trying to shake the world is, you know, buy one book, buy two books if I'm lucky, three, who knows, we'll see. But. You know, kids have so many role models to choose from, and, and if I could give them a good option through my work, I would be, you know, totally beyond excited and, and honored if that could be a role I play in someone's life.
0: Tell me a little bit more specifically about some of the writing you've done, like maybe a specific book or or chapter even, or something that you think could, that you've written for children. Uh,
1: well, I published a book that is called Hurricane this past spring, and I'm working on a second sequel to the to the novel. Uh, It's a children's book for 8 to 12-year-olds, and it's about a young girl's topsy-turvy experiences her first time away at sleepaway camp, and it explores the challenges she faces as she becomes more independent and the complicated relationships of preteens and then her road to discovering inner courage. And because, you know, this is a book for children and all great stories have plenty of drama, this happens right in the middle of a hurricane. So, you know, I've used that as sort of a backdrop for showing that, kids are quite capable uh, to achieve amazing things when they're presented with a big challenge in life. In this case, it was a a young girl being independent for the first time away from her parents. And it's a struggle that I encountered as a child myself. So this was the seeds for an interesting story that uh, was a really interesting, fun process for me just to kind of unpack what I went through as a child uh, from the perspective of an adult.
0: So let me ask you this. Is there anything that you regret about changing from this corporate speech writer, high power, you're writing for a a major, you know, executive and a major corporation being in demand, getting accolades, and then moving over to being a a mom and and being embracing your creative authorship. Was there anything that you regret during that?
1: You know, I, I've thought about that a lot, because my kids are getting older now. And and I realized that my role in their lives is going to take on a different uh, position as they become more independent themselves. And so I wondered, you know, did I step away from the corporate world, and I should have stayed in it. And so there's a part of me that says, what if I did that, you know, what, what would life be like, for me, what would be like, what would life be like for my kids and my family. And honestly, I don't know if I regret, you know, taking a break from that, because I think when you have the skills and experience, for me it's writing in a a variety of different forms, but I think if you've got the skills and the experience there's always some way you can find your way back, whether it's doing something similar, or, you know, going back to somewhere that I was before I don't know if I ever really would, uh, you know, go back but you know there's a part of me that says, if I really wanted to I bet I could find a way so. I I try and park the the idea that maybe there's an element of regret for leaving, you know, as Mm -hmm. I took a different path and perhaps if, you know, if I need to wind my way back, I, I might be able to, but, you know, I also think there's other things out there that I would be interested in pursuing, but I have yet to figure out what it is that might be just yet.
0: Tell, Tell us about a great moment you had with your sons, um, now that you've, you were there for them and, and more available to them. Curious about
1: uh, one of, one of the things that, that comes into mind was, um, right after they went back to school this September, my older son who's in sixth grade, uh, was in English class and the students were asked to say, what was your favorite book that you read this summer? And one of the the girls in his class mentioned my book and she said, I love the book Horror Camp. It was my favorite book that I read this summer. And then another child in the class said, hey, isn't that your mom? And my son said, yeah, it is. Mm. And the teacher said, you must be really proud of her. And he said, I am really proud of her. It's a good book. And, you know, it was kind of like, that was a moment that crystallized for me as when I became an author, I wanted to have an impact on someone, but didn't realize that my children would see me in a different light than just their mom. You know, they knew I used to work in an office, but they never really saw me doing anything other than, you know, providing for their needs. And so that was a really great moment, I think, not only for them, but for me to feel sort of validated that this is, this is a good path I'm on.
0: Right. That's wonderful, so i I feel like in a gentle way, you are starting to shake the world, as Mahatma Gandhi said, is that right
1: yeah that's that's the hope you know i I don't think that you can go out and you know be a big presence immediately. there's so many amazing authors out there and, and I think there's room for everybody, but you know I'm gonna keep pushing you know my message and my beliefs of you know just putting quality content out for kids the best that I can and Hopefully, I'll start being able to shake a little harder as time goes on, and you know, we'll see. I'm really—it's just like a very exciting time to be, you know, creating something in the world that you're proud of and that you're passionate about. And so, it's an exciting journey, uh, and not knowing the the end result is is unsettling for a person like me. But just the process of of taking that path is, I think, I will find to be quite rewarding.
0: I think that's wonderful and it's a path that you can be proud of your children are obviously proud of you you're you're not afraid to share what you're doing with your kids and and uh I think that's wonderful. Really yeah the did. best
1: part is that my kids you know are at the age where they are the, the demographic that I'm trying to write to so I take a lot of really great stories from their everyday uh, experiences and they don't even have to try but they give me great content for future work so I'm furiously writing down so many things when they come home from school and tell me about their day and I'm like oh that could be a really interesting subplot so it's it's wonderful that they're finally of the age where they can contribute without realizing they're contributing
0: do you feel like since you left the speechwriter world and became an author that it made you a better parent because you were pursuing kind of this creative focus that you wanted to do more
1: I think so. I, you know, as a speech writer, I was so focused on trying to emulate other people that when it was time for me to take a step back and, and think about what are the voices that I want to personify, you know, I think it, it was helpful that I had that background. You know, I've always been a, a good listener and I've always sort of absorbed other people's stories and I appreciate hearing about people's experiences. So it, it's a great way to just sort of, Wrap it all together and and see you know what I what I can come out with that's both creative and enjoyable and and funny, and hopefully you know the start of something where I can write future works that take into account lots of other perspectives and other people's experiences.
0: Well, I, my guess is that there may be on this show moms who are uh, in the in the corporate world who kind of envy what you've done, and they probably want to pursue. Being at home with their children more, and 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 following something that's dear to them, a creative something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What would you say to those moms?
1: Uh, I would say if you can do it, you should do it. Um, I I didn't think a lot about how I would go about, you know, creating a schedule for myself, or you know how I would balance the the obligations at home with the obligations that I wanted to pursue professionally, but. Having a great support network, uh, whether it's your partner or your family, your friends or your community, engaging with anyone that can help you, whether it's you know being physically present or just providing you with that mental support is huge and it, you know for me, it was a lot about just feeling confident that this is the right choice and you know once you you've come to grips with the fact that this is this is going to be your path for a while. And accept whatever you know. Success you're going to define as this was a good day. This wasn't such a great day. Every day that you move forward, I think, however big or small, is you know when you find life fulfilling from from those things, that I think would make it all worthwhile. So, it's just taking that first step and feeling confident that this is a good choice for you. Uh, that would be, I guess, a long-winded piece of advice.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that. Well, I think you are. I think you are in a gentle way shaking the world, which is great. You're following what you, you're this creative passion and and being a mom, which is going to have this huge effect for for generations, probably more than even being a corporate speechwriter. And if influencing children who are um, at an age where they can use good positive messages. Thank you so much for for being on the show. Where can people find you, Steph?
1: Uh, You can visit me on my website, www.stephkatsovy.com. And that's Steph with a PH. I'm also on Instagram, Steph Katzovi, And on Facebook, Steph Katzovi Lit, L-I-T. And then, you know, you can always find me via email from any of those different places. And I'd love to hear from you. If you have any stories you want to share, I am always collecting them. So keep in touch.
0: Wonderful. Steph Kutsovi, such an honor to have you on the show. Um, thank you for being here. Anything else you would tell our listeners today before we go?
1: Uh, I would say if you could find your own gentle way to shake the world, whatever it is, uh, and you know what can you do to help make the world a better place, we can all pitch in somehow.
0: Awesome. Thank you again, Steph, for being on the show.
1: Thank you so much. This was really fun. It was such a great opportunity. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks, Doug. I am so jealous of my wife because she gets the ultimate career. She gets to train and nurture and love our children more than I get to because I have to be doing things like this podcast. Parenting is the ultimate career. If you like what you heard today, please like, subscribe, comment, leave a review thank you for listening. You can also check out my book, What I Want My Children to Know Before I Die. It's available on Amazon and other bookstores. Thanks again for listening.